We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome to At Your Service, Brad Young in tonight. I can I just tell you, I am so glad to be back here on, uh, on the 1120 on the 50,000 red hot watts of Camo X. Seems like I haven't been here in weeks, uh, and maybe it's because I haven't, because of Cardinal Baseball. Uh, I've been doing a lot of fill-ins over on our sister station, 97.1, but there's just nothing like Camo X. There's nothing like At Your Service. And as you've heard me say many times, the reason I, I love doing at your service is because of you, your calls, your texts. Uh, I love the interaction. I love the marketplace of ideas where we can talk about ideas and issues of the day. To me, that's that's the whole reason I do this. And so I appreciate you listening tonight. And, of course, as always, phone lines, except when we're in an interview, which we'll have an interview in the second segment from about 8.15 to 8.30 this evening. But otherwise, for the entire evening, phone lines are open. Text line is open, 314-436-7900. Also, if you want to send me an email uh, at any time, uh, I always respond 100% of the time. Send me an email. My law firm is Harris, Dowell, Fisher, and Young. And my email address is beyoung at harrisdowell.com, H-A-R-R-I-S, D as in David, O-W-E-L-L dot com. So uh, if you're out there, love to hear from you. You know, there's somebody else that I would I would love to hear from. I used to say that if I, if I won the lottery, I would hire Morgan Freeman to do my voicemail from my phone. I mean, can you imagine if Morgan Freeman did your voicemail? And, of course, he would charge you. A lot of money, but if you win the, you know, if you win the big jackpot, Powerball, you're sitting on three hundred million. So what if you have to throw Morgan Freeman five hundred grand to record your voicemail? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, but he is eighty five today. You know Morgan Freeman, the best voice ever. The lower your voice is, the better you sound. So if I yawned a lot, yes, I might start sounding like. Morgan Freeman. No, but you would certainly get a deeper voice. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine having him do your voicemail or sounding like Morgan Freeman? There's actually, if you, if you go up on YouTube sometime and you type in Morgan Freeman impression, there's some people who do fantastic Morgan Freeman impressions. And what's interesting is the best guy, I don't know his name, 
but he's about five foot six and probably weighs 120 pounds dripping wet. And he does the best Morgan Freeman. I, I don't know how he does it, but it's fantastic. Anyway, Morgan Freeman is 85 today, and uh, happy birthday to you. Uh, the, the other, and we'll get into some of the other news, particularly about the shooting in Tulsa. We'll be covering that at the bottom of the hour as well through CBS. But the other big story today was, of course, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard uh, uh, trial verdict came in. The jury came back with a verdict today. And, and let me... Let me set something straight for you. You're hearing a lot of numbers from the the mainstream media, and most of them are just wrong. The numbers are wrong. So let me briefly break it down for you. Yes, the jury awarded $15 million to Johnny Depp and awarded $2 million to Amber Heard. But the way this works is this, punitive damages. First of all, a big portion of the money awarded to Johnny Depp was in punitive damages. In Virginia, just like Missouri and many states, have caps. You can't get more than a certain amount of money uh, for punitive damages. So the court reduced the the punitive damage award to Johnny Depp. And so when you take that $15 million and you subtract out the part that was removed by the court, and then you subtract out the $2 million that he has to get that, that offsets the $2 million that the jury awarded to Amber Heard, the net award to Johnny Depp is $8.35 million. Now, that may sound like a lot of money, but he's got to pay his lawyers out of that. And, and as you have heard me say hundreds of times here on X. It's always good when the lawyers get paid. It's always good. Just ask my wife. She's she's the one that uses that phrase. It's always good when the lawyers get paid. So, I mean, jokes aside, well, he's probably, I don't know if he's paying them on a contingency fee, which I doubt. He's probably paying them on an hourly fee because of the skeptical nature of the, of the lawsuit. So after hourly fee, he's going to be paying millions and millions of dollars in legal fees. So at the end of the day, it's not like this is a huge victory because for you and I, it would still be a huge victory. But if he lost out on a $50 million chance to make another Pirates movie, then the 3 or $4 million he gets left over, even if she pays, which is speculative, it's not like he's, he's, uh, he's winning the lottery because he's not. And, uh, and by the way, this will get appealed. I guarantee it. It'll be appealed. And, uh, and at this point, it may be a year before or longer before the appeals get worked out. So it'll be it'll be a while. And later on, when we're opening the phone lines, I'm going to ask you, do you even care about this? This isn't something that I've really followed closely, but do you care about this outcome or the trial? And if so, I would love to know why. And again, that'll be like around 830-ish. We'll get back into that uh, when we come back from the 830 break. Uh, and we'll want to take your calls, want to hear your or read your texts, your input on do you care about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard lawsuit. Hey, coming up after the break, there's an explosion of violence today, not in Ukraine, but in every McDonald's or every retail outlet as customers and employees are are basically fighting like a WWE cage match. So the question is, why is this happening? So stick around, and we'll dive into this after the break. At your service, Camo X. We'll be right back. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's a recipe for disaster. You want to write this down. Here's a, an amazing recipe for disaster. You mix one part employee shortage with two parts rising prices due to inflation. And you pour all of this over frayed emotions due to COVID. And you have a toxic brew that's impacting everyone in America. So joining us to discuss this issue along with possible solutions is customer service expert Sarah Buxbaum, who owns a hospitality company, CWS Hospitality. Sarah, hey, thanks for joining us this evening on X St. Louis. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is I've been looking forward to talking to you, Sarah, because uh, who doesn't go get fast food or her deal with retail people? We all do. We do it all the time. Uh, and yet fast food workers, I mean, they've just long uh, borne the brunt of misplaced anger from customers. But as of today, Sarah, is it actually getting worse? Yes, <laughs> it's definitely getting worse, unfortunately. Well, it's well a lot tell me about it. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. I think it really is coming down to entitlement at this point. Um, it used to be, you know, the masks and the no masks and all that. And now it's the fast food workers. They're the people who are getting hit really hard right now. And it's unfortunate. It's people treating other people really poorly. And it's unacceptable. It, it is. And, and in my day job, Sarah, I'm an attorney and I represent actually a lot of fast food companies that I won't name here uh, and uh, several retail places as well. And and I got to tell you, I've seen countless surveillance videos over the years, but I've seen more in the last two to three years than I've seen in the previous 10 to 15 when it comes to customers starting fistfights with employees, throwing stuff in the store at the employees, uh, the cops show up, and then it looks like an episode of Cops on Fox. But, uh, but, but I guess my question is, how does, for example, how does inflation and rising prices, how does that play a role in escalating tensions uh, at the retail sales level? Yeah, I mean, I think everyone needs to understand that everybody is affected by this. This isn't a, a millennial versus Gen Z, baby boomer, or man versus woman or whatever. This is everyone is suffering right now because of inflation. The food is costing more, gas is costing more, rent is costing more. Everything is expensive right now. And I think that's one thing we unfortunately can all relate on. Sure. And we all have to be a little bit more give a little more grace. I mean, we're not, no one's trying to 
you know, do anything miraculous. I think these employees especially are just asking for some patience and respect. And unfortunately, they're not getting it. And it's really creating a lot of problems because it's just it's unacceptable that people think they can act like this. And I really think it started during COVID when people felt protected by their masks and they were yelling at each other. And now the masks are off and they're still acting like that, if not worse. And it, I'm embarrassed that <laughs> yes. you know, I've been in customer service for 18 years and I love this. I love people. I love creating good experiences for people. And it makes me sick that I'm popular right now because I'm trying to just spread kindness. Sure. And teach people, <laughs> Thank you. Remember what you learned in kindergarten. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We're, we're talking to Sarah Buxbaum. She's a customer service expert with CWS Hospitality. And Sarah, in one of the cases with my clients, I had to interview some of the store employees and a fight broke out because uh, a customer was talking about the rising prices. And you mentioned that a moment ago, but the customer was talking about how much this was costing to buy a particular product. And so they wanted a freebie. You know, they said, if I'm paying this much for this product, I want you to give me something else here. And uh, in exchange for the, you know, the higher prices that they were paying, is, is that something that, you, that you've seen that customers feel entitled to something extra because they're paying so much more for goods and services? I mean, I think it's honestly very ironic that people feel that that's the solution. <laughs> I mean, businesses are struggling right now with food costs and, and labor costs and everything. So the, these type of people who want even more, while these businesses are barely surviving, is just, no, you get what you pay for. If you want a cheeseburger, pay for a cheeseburger and understand that the meat is a little bit more expensive right now. And if you don't want to pay for it, eat something else. This idea that we want more, even though we're not paying for it, is going to put, I mean, a lot of small businesses, I'm a small business owner, we've already barely scraped by the last few years. These restaurants, it's the same thing. You know, we're just trying to make ends meet. And for people who don't understand that and they're just expecting things for free and more, I mean, yes, you should expect good service and you should be, expect to be treated with respect. But I don't think this idea of give me, give me, give me more, more, more is that they obviously don't understand the situation that we're all in right no. now or they wouldn't obviously. be expecting that. Yeah, obviously. And you're in this business, and and I I haven't checked this recently, but I think it was as of last month, there were 11.3 million open jobs in America. I mean, most companies are so desperate for new employees that the only, I think the only qualification needed is a pulse. But but having said that, how does that shortage, when there's a shortage of employees, how does that impact the employees who are still there when it comes to retail sales, whether that's fast food, whether that's a five and dime stores, Target, Walmart, how does it impact those employees who are still there when those companies are so short staffed? I mean, they're, they're really under pressure. And a lot of people who I talk to who are still working in these jobs are picking up shifts because people aren't showing up. So they're already working overdrive and, you know, they're working because they need to be at work to pay their bills. And it's great that some people can just not work. I don't really understand how that works out for them. But by these people not wanting to work and who can blame them, honestly, I mean, this is what I keep talking about is if people don't start treating people better, there's not going to be any places for you to go. There's not going to be any place for you to call because no one's going to want to show up and be treated like that. And so 
I really think that if people, if businesses start closing down again, they're going to learn that they maybe we shouldn't have said that. Maybe mm. we shouldn't have done that. Well, you, and, you touched on something, Sarah. I want to follow back up with you on. We're we're talking to Sarah Buxbaum, uh, customer service expert with CWS Hospitality, and you mentioned this anger and hostility. Have you gotten a sense in your line of work, you've done this, you said, for 18 years now, but have you gotten a sense that for some reason that customers are increasingly feeling like it's okay to emotionally abuse workers or leave messes or treat people harshly or rudely? Have you noticed that? Yes. It's um, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I, like many small business owners especially, we put our heart, our soul, blood, sweat, and tears more than anyone will ever see. And for people, especially, I mean, when I see a, an older person yelling at a teenager, it's heartbreaking to me because we can see what's going on. But we can see that especially millennials right now are struggling. Do we want to show them that this is what it's like to be employed and have a job? No, we want to encourage them to make a difference in this world. And we want to encourage like this is crazy that that people are getting meaner by the day i've never mm. seen so much of it i see it in my business right now um and a ton of other small business owners that people are firing their clients because they're like i'm not going to be treated like garbage and they're p- finally putting their you know their foot down but unfortunately a lot of people can't do that we most of us need as many customers as we can get yes and so Sometimes we just have to deal with it, and it's sad, and it shouldn't be like that. Well, what can customers do, Sarah? And we're talking to Sarah Buxbaum, but what can customers do to improve that purchasing experience or or to make sales or interactions with employees to make it go more smoothly? What can customers do about that? Say thank you. It's so simple. Just don't yell at these people who are working so, so hard to show up for minimum wage to come and serve you. I think we need to all practice a little bit more patience, a little more gratitude, and a thank you. I got thanked on, I was on the phone with Southwest, and I had a big issue. I was delayed on the back end and the front end of my trip, and I was nice to the agent helping me Mm -hmm. on the phone, and she thanked me, and I was like... (laughs) Wait, she thanked you? She thanked me for not yelling at her. She said I was wow. the only person that whole day oh. who had called and didn't yell at her. Why would she show up to work the next day? Right. She, I mean, it's crazy to me. And when I heard that, it really kind of got me fired up, which is why I'm talking about this on social media almost every day now. Just say thank you and be mm-hmm. nice. It's like, forget all that. We're all stressed. Yes. Just give yeah. us a little bit more grace to these people. And, and you mentioned about kindergarten, but my goodness, the golden rule comes into play here. And I'm not talking about he who has the gold makes the rules. I'm talking about doing to others as you would have others to do unto you. Yep. I say it every single day. It's like, if you're going to go out and start yelling at people, then you should probably expect to get yelled at back. Because people now, especially after being locked down, mm-hmm. and I mean, everyone's life is different now than it was two years ago. There's no way around that. And everyone is, I mean, I'm glad more people are standing up and I'm glad that these employees are saying enough, stop yelling at me, stop throwing drinks on me in the drive-thru. I'm just here working. 
you know, it's not even about money because we've seen these companies offer these employees raises and bonuses and they still they're like, it's not about money. We don't want to be treated like garbage. Exactly. Or like property. They want to be treated with respect and dignity like everyone wants to be treated. Everyone Um, wants. Exactly. Well, well, Sarah, this is your business. This is your area. Tell us a little bit about CWS Hospitality and also how can people reach out to you if if they need your help in these kinds of situations? Yeah. So my um, the CWS stands for Celebrate with Sarah, which was my first company. And so Celebrate with Sarah is still my website and social media so people can find me on that. But I started working um, in customer service when I was 15, so about 18 years ago. And I really just wanted to up-level the standard of what people expect. So every business that I have, every everything I do, I treat, I always say, I treat my customers like people, not transactions. Mm. And I'm friends and family with a lot of customers who've been with me in all different businesses that I've had over the last 15 years. And it's because I treat them with respect. I'm serious. Like I... People ask me how I grew this business, and I wrote thank you cards. I am grateful, and I show appreciation for people <laughs> who choose me over something else. There's no magic sauce here. You know, I'm, I'm laughing, I, Sarah, because that's the that's the message that my wife drills into our daughters, that if you want to stand out, send a note. Nobody does that anymore. Send a thank you note, and they'll remember you forever. It goes so far. I mean, I... Started this when I started my company. I had six dollars in my bank account. I had just been through a really bad business. Um, I was, you know, partners with some people who really didn't do the right thing, and I walked away and I ended up with nothing. I had six dollars, and I started my first business. And the only thing I could think of to be different was to just be myself and be appreciative for the people mm-hmm. who wanted to hire me. And I hand wrote them thank you cards. And I was young at the time, and so people were shocked. They're like. One, my generation doesn't write thank you cards, and most people don't write thank you cards, but especially, you know, the millennials or whatever. And they were shocked. And I'm thinking, like, I picked up a 10-pack of the dollar store. This cost me, you know. <laughs> it cost you pennies. next to nothing. Hey, Sarah, we're coming up here on the clock. How can people reach you if they need your services to help their businesses? Yes. Tell them to go to celebratewithsarah.com. Find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and I'd love to keep helping people, and, and we need to spread this message far as we can. Very good. Hey, Sarah Buxbaum, thank you so much for joining us this evening here on Camo X St. Louis. Thank you so much. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Hey, we're going to be coming up in, on CBS News here in about 10 seconds because you know about the shooting in Tulsa, you know about the deaths, you know about uh, uh, what's been happening, but we want to know the latest from CBS News. Let's go to them right now. CBS News special report. Four people in addition to a gunman are dead after a shooting at a medical facility in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa Deputy Police Chief Eric Daglish. There was a three-minute response, uh, so uh, I don't know how long the call took to come in, uh, but it appears as though uh, the whole thing was a four-minute four or so. CBS News reporter Brad Gibson. The shooting took place at a medical clinic that is adjacent to a major hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, with an emergency room nearby. As a result, that hospital was put totally on lockdown. And still to this moment, there are still a lot of people that have not been released from that medical clinic because uh, police officers are going through the building trying to confirm that it's clear. Also, Gibson reports that contrary to what he was told earlier, Muskogee, Oklahoma police, about 45 miles outside of Tulsa, now tell him that it does not appear to be a bomb at a home connected to the Tulsa shooter. CBS News Special Report, I'm Jennifer Kuyper. 
Hey, welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening until 10 o'clock. Sam has been holding through that break. Hey, Sam, welcome to Camo X. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Um, dealing with people in stores and behavior, there's a lot of moving parts. I'll give three quick points you guys can talk about a little bit. Sure. One, I believe, I believe it starts at the national level and all the way down to the state local level where uh, people used to fight, fight behind closed doors, but now they fight in front of everybody. They cuss, they holler, they yell. There's yeah. never crossing the aisle. Uh, not only do they cuss and holler politicians, but now you have sports commentators on ESPN. They cuss at will, and they're always insinuating something sexual. Um, you have uh, radio broadcasters. I mean, I'm not saying you doing it, but you the radio people. Yeah, you radio people. Well, well, Sam, yeah, I've always had yeah. the belief, Sam, that that someone who cusses, they do so because they have an insufficient vocabulary. I, on the other I, I, hand, I, I, I have an enormous vocabulary, so I have no need to re- resort to cuss words. No need. Right. But that's that's another thing. And then the other thing is that technology is how beautiful it is. It's killing our, our society because nobody has to talk to anybody no more. Yeah. They can email, Instagram, text message. Facebook. And they don't have yeah. the skill set. They don't have the skill set to, right. to critical think or to problem solve things. All they do is lash out and they fight. And um, I don't know if you ever heard of this saying, and I'm going to leave you with this one. It's going to leave you crazy. Uh, it's Kemp Trails. Um, I used to do a lot of research on them. They took them all down. Uh, President Trump had talked about it once before, but you can get up on any, any given day in St. Louis and you see all these trails, these long, skiddy trails of clouds in the sky, and they hang up there almost all day. And people say, oh, they're just coming from the plane. It has to be right. This temperature, that temperature, and it leaves a trail. No. I believe people's behavior, sin has always been in, in this world, but yep. it is to a degree now where you almost don't want to leave the house. And they are doing something. They're spraying something. The research I've done, they said it was heavy metals, but all those things have been taken down years ago. You can't even go find any of that stuff anymore. Well, that, that that's one theory, Sam, but you, you talk like you've got some experience dealing with uh, upset people in customer service. Have you dealt with that personally? Yeah, and I probably all the time, probably more on the phone and then in person because I'm a kind of a big guy and people don't really want to challenge me too much. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but on the phone, people are just you're spending tons of money. You're getting less service. And I understand people are understaffed and things of that nature. But, man, people... People are mean, and they get to keep their jobs even when they're being mean. Yeah, I don't, you know? get, I don't get that at all. I don't get that at all, yep. Sam. But, hey, thanks so much for calling in this evening. Already. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, I think there's a lot to what Sam said. I'll skip the whole uh, chemtrails part. But, uh, <laughs> but what he was talking about in terms of social media, uh, I do think that's a big part of it, that, that we get so used to either social media or yelling at our TV screens, that we forget that when we're off our couches, when we're off our phones, and we're dealing with real, live human beings, uh, that we have to treat them with respect. I mean, they're they're made in God's image just like everybody else, and you've got to give them the respect that they're due simply because— uh, you know they're uh, they're made in God's image as well, and you gotta you gotta treat people with respect, and that goes so far. I mean, I've got I gotta tell you in my wallet because I love to go see movies. I love movies, 
and I'm a season ticket holder at the Muni. I've been a season ticket holder at the Muni since 1992, I think, maybe 91. And used to be it was it was just an occasional thing where people would be talking and being angry or discussing or yelling at the whatever it is we're watching, whether it's a screened or the movie or the Muni rather. And now it's a constant thing where people are talking. So I got I got a bunch of these cards in my wallet and it says it's a white card with black letters and it simply says this, stop talking. And so whenever, whenever people are at the Muni or in theaters where they're narrating, where, you know, some guy is telling his wife, well, this is the part of the movie, dear, where this is going to happen. I'm like, dude, you're not on your couch at home. Stop talking. And so I used to argue with them because I, I kind of enjoy that. But uh, <laughs> but that didn't work. So I just hand them a card now that says stop talking. And that kind of works, kind of works about most of the time. I'll say about 72.6% of the time that works. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but 68.7% of all statistics are made up on the spot. So, uh, <laughs> you're, Matt, you're going to steal that line. I know you are. So, uh, but, uh, but we've got to deal with people reasonably and sensibly. And we've somehow lost that concept of how to do that. Have, have you experienced that, whether in a store or have you experienced that in a movie theater or at the Muni or in some other context? When have you been verbally assaulted? Maybe you were being Mr. Nice Guy and an employee at the store laid into you. Have you had that experience? I'd like to hear about that. 314-436-7900. Call or text. Uh, in one of the texts that I received here just a few minutes ago, this was right after the bottom of the hour news where CBS News was talking about the shooting in Tulsa. And I got a text that says, this is what's causing the shootings. Everyone talking about them ad nauseum. It's encouraging more. Too many people are desperate to be viral, uh, even if for a terrible reason. And I'm not sure that's it. I mean, I'm sure that that people have this desperate desire to go viral. But I don't know that us talking about it is the cause or is people talking about it, news talking about it. Is that the effect? It's the whole chicken and the egg concept. Which comes first? I don't know. What do you think? Is it is is the media discussing these shootings causing more shootings or is it simply the media talking about it because it's happening perhaps more often? What are your thoughts? 314-436-7900. Love to hear your feedback tonight on At Your Service. We're going to head to a break, but uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Well, we're jumping right back into the last segment here. You can get that whole jumping thing. Uh, Brad Young at your service tonight. You know, sometimes comedy is tough, particularly when you don't have a live audience. It's very tough. But for me, you know, comedy is even tough when I have a live audience because they they typically throw things at me. But uh, Rebecca has been holding through the break. Hey, Rebecca wants to talk about uh, some chemtrails. Hi, Brad Young. Yes. I'm glad you're back 
on Thank the you. air. I missed you those weeks you weren't there. But I wanted to just make mention, a quick mention of the man who called and mentioned chemtrails. I, I'm not a scientist, but I, too, I hate because I know it's easier to just dismiss that. But if you look up and notice they're not flying to an airport, they are like in a grid pattern or an mm-hmm. X pattern. What could they possibly be doing? They're not They're not going to an airport. So I just wondered what could explain those patterns up there. Well, uh, here's there's a couple of things that I've read. Now, I'm not an expert on this topic, Rebecca, but I will tell you that, uh, for example, there's a... There's a website that I love to follow. It's a it's a it's a website that follows military technology. It's called thewarzone.com. And I actually know the guys that run that. And it's the best news you'll ever get regarding uh, right now, for example, what's going on in Ukraine. It's fabulous. But in when there's not a international war going on and they're just covering everyday topics, this is one of the topics that they actually cover about why are airplanes flying in grid patterns. And a lot of times there's there's reasons uh, dealing with surveillance issues or photography issues or training issues where they're flying in grid patterns. Uh, and they're also a lot of times when they're flying in a grid pattern, they're doing so to kill time because they have to be from one place to a second place. And if they don't, if they've gotten time to kill, they'll fly a grid pattern to kill time before they go to the next location. So, again, I'm no expert on it, but there are other explanations as to why planes are flying in grid patterns. Well, I will check out that website. I'm not sure why they would have to spray whatever that is that's coming out of the plane if they're just killing time or whatever, but but I, I will check that out. Thank you so much. Very good. I appreciate you calling in. Thanks a lot, Rebecca. I'm glad you're listening. Thank you. Uh, and I want to bring in uh, Matt Pajeski here, and, and I want to ask you about chemtrails, Matt. No, I'm not going to oh, no. do that. No, no, no. Not going to put you on the spot like that, but I do want to ask you about this. What is your favorite fast food? Ooh, my favorite fast food would have to be. Are we talking specific restaurant? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. We can mention it. Uh, I would say probably like a Sonic cheeseburger. Sonic cheeseburger. Yeah. Okay. What do you like about it? I don't know. Their burgers are just different. They're they're thicker, aren't Good they? Good bacon on them. Yeah. Oh, they got bacon and cheese, and a lot of times you can get them with. Uh, Grilled sourdough. Yeah, you ever? I don't. I that's to me yeah. is the best. Yeah, and they've got good flushies and drinks, and yeah. it's a little different than the norm. Well, the reason I ask you is, I want you to imagine right now, Matt Pajeski, board operator extraordinaire. If you're eating uh, a Sonic, is it a cheeseburger or yeah. just a hamburger? Cheeseburger, bacon right. cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Okay. Could you eat that every day for a year? No, <laughs> I couldn't eat it every month for a year. Okay. Every week. Could you eat that every day for 50 years? Never. No. <laughs> it's getting harder and harder. <laughs> no. Well, no, you couldn't. Well, the reason I say that is there's a guy, his name is Don Gorski. He's a retired prison guard in Wisconsin. And he celebrated this week eating a Big Mac every day, sometimes two a day, for the past 50, 5 zero, 50 years. I would, I would like to see this guy, but I think I can imagine. Well, you know what? That's guy. what I thought. I saw a picture of him. He's skinny as a rail. No. Oh, yeah. I what saw a picture he, of him. What else does he do throughout his day? It's got to be sprints you <laughs> know, for hours in between <laughs> well, eating big, two Big Macs a day. He claims that that's really all that he eats in a day is a Big Mac or sometimes two, and the rest of the day he doesn't really eat anything. That's and, bizarre. And he claims, that, he claims that his wife loves it because for the, their entire marriage, she's never had to cook a meal. 
yeah. that he just goes to McDonald's and, uh, and, and picks up a Big Mac. But he did the math. This is not my math. But according to Don Gorski, retired prison guard in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, he started eating Big Macs at the age of 10. He's now 60. And he estimates that he's eaten 32,943 Big Macs. That is disgusting. (laughs) Even like the calories aside, you know, you can be skinny and still be unhealthy. I think all all the the cholesterol. Well, yeah, it was cholesterol. What if he's got high blood pressure? Yeah, he can work off the calories, but there's still other effects that those Big Macs are doing on your body. A lack of proper nutrition because, and that's a lot of carbs. It's a lot. I mean, it's just not healthy. No. And I now listen. I like McDonald's. I'll go eat there, and I don't mind it. But I wouldn't want to eat anything every single day for 50 years. He won't even switch it up with the chicken sandwich or the... Nope. Well, he might get that. He did, the article doesn't say, and when I saw an interview with him on television, he didn't say that he didn't eat other things. He just said he eats a Big Mac every day. Okay. That's... Now, don't, don't you think, though, that he's probably kind of now a celebrity in a good old Fond du Lac, Wisconsin? Yeah, and so he's going to he, be in some McDonald's commercials, too. Could, or he's, when he's, he goes in, they might comp him on the, cheat, on the McDonald's, yeah. uh, on the Big Macs, because yeah. he's a celebrity... He's probably got a following now. He's probably got a social media page with lots of followers because he's eating Big Macs. That whole shtick of Jared from Subway, yeah. like he ate Subway every day and got healthy. This yeah. is the same, it sounds like, but <laughs> just McDonald's now. You know, it's funny, and I can't go into a lot of details. We don't have time, but my wife used to be in charge of the advertising for Subway uh, for the greater St. Louis area. And she had to spend time with Jared. Oh, Whenever he first became a celebrity, yeah. he was this nice, innocent guy from Indiana. He was very nice. He was outgoing. He would talk to people. And then when he came back a couple of years later, he was like a rock star in the back of the limo. <coughs> Wouldn't talk to anybody. Yeah. All he was on the cell phone the whole time. And that's even besides the, the reasons why he went to prison. We all know about that. But, uh, but he definitely changed over time. But I'm just thinking this dude who eats the Big Macs, would change over time as well. I just got a text that said, Big Mac covers many food groups, dairy, veggies, meat, and bread. So is it kind of like that old Bill Cosby joke where he gave his kids chocolate cake for breakfast? It's got milk, it's got eggs, but it's still chocolate cake. Yeah, and it's like eating eating a bag of M&Ms. It's got all the colors, right? You want want many colors in your diet while you eat a bag of M&Ms, and that counts. Yeah, I don't think eating a bag of green M and M's is going to be the same as as eating uh, kale or spinach. <laughs> no, probably not. Think. Just because it's green doesn't right. mean it's good. Yeah, and also all the stuff is all like the Big Mac. It's all slathered with sauce and grease. mayonnaise and grease and the I, grease right off the grill. And just... listen, who doesn't love that? I mean, I do, but every day. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. The, the health factor aside, wouldn't you want just variety? More variety in your diet. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, here's an idea. Eat a vegetable, you know. <laughs> well, you, you, told, you said he's got the lettuce on. He's got the lettuce and the tomatoes. Oh, yeah. that I'm sure that really counts yeah. as eating a vegetable, eating a Big Mac. And when I was in grade school, I would a lot of times eat peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day because the food that the school served in my little bitty town in southern Illinois, I mean, it was disgusting. I mean, it was kind of foods. It was the kind of food that... Uh, uh, it, it would be rejecting in homeless camps. I mean, it was just awful. So I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but got tired of it. Seems like this guy would get tired of Big Macs. 
every day, but apparently he didn't. Brad Young at your service. One hour in the can. We've got one additional hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 